0: It's been so long that it's easy to forget, but do you remember last year when the frontline healthcare workers put aside all concern for themselves, put themselves at risk and did everything they could to slow the spread and flatten the curve? They were heroes. They were the most heroic Americans in history. The media compared them favorably to first responders during the September 11th attacks. Politicians, newspeople, everybody. They were held out as exemplars of virtue, people we ought to model our lives after, and who we ought to do everything, everything to protect, and to express our gratitude toward. Well, that was then, and this is now. And now they're selfish murderers if they won't take the Fauci ouchie which is why a North Carolina-based hospital system has just announced that it has fired about 175 of them for refusing to take this shot. And if you think that's bad, just wait. Just wait. If you think it's bad what they are doing to these sainted healthcare workers, just wait until you hear what Congress plans to do to you. I'm Michael Knowles. This is The Michael Knowles Show. Welcome back to the show. My favorite comment yesterday from The Right Ideas, who says, I wonder what Michael said that got the original post taken down. This is my episode yesterday, which we'll get to in just one second. I wonder what it was that Michael said that got the original post taken down. Probably something that was completely true that big tech needs to prevent the libs from hearing. Great show. Anyway, thank you very much. Greatly appreciate that. I feel that my show yesterday was a work of art. Now, when you want to invest in great works of art, I would strongly recommend you check out Masterworks. The global lockdowns have completely disrupted markets. You've got crazy spending from Pelosi's House of Representatives, from the Biden administration. It's only making things worse. The Fed is printing trillions of dollars on Congress's infrastructure bill. They're considering printing a trillion or minting a trillion dollar coin. Doesn't take a genius to see what your money Uh, is going to be looking at in the future and why it needs a safe haven. That's what it needs right now. So how are professional investors preparing for this nightmare scenario? They've already prepared. They've turned to an under the radar asset class, one that's historically only been available to uh, the professional investor types. It's a real physical asset. It's not gold. It's not real estate. It's not anything related to crypto. It's actually fine art. Yes, it's one of the oldest and most stable asset classes of all time. Thanks to a revolutionary new tech platform, you can finally get access to this exciting 6 trillion dollar world. Early adopters have already returned 32% on their investment. The waitlist keeps getting longer. Yesterday, by the way, was Caravaggio's birthday, all right? Just for those of you who are into into art. Lucky for you, they've given me 60 passes to skip that waitlist. Jump to the front of the line, head to masterworks.io/mk. That's masterworks.io/mk. Previous offers have sold out in hours. Don't wait around. Before deciding to invest, carefully review the important disclosures at masterworks.io disclaimer. I have to apologize to people who went to YouTube yesterday to try to watch my episode. I felt it was a pretty good episode. Felt we got a lot of information out there, a lot of information that people ought to hear. I, I guess YouTube disagrees because we were impelled to lose our episode yesterday had to take down the whole episode. Why was that? Specifically, it is because I was in violation of the brand new COVID misinformation policy, really ought to be renamed COVID information policy, from YouTube. It just came out yesterday and we found ourselves in violation of it. And specifically, we found ourselves in violation of this policy because we we played some clips of those basketball players, from the NBA during the NBA media day, uh, pointing out, or I'm sorry, how do I say this without being without having this episode taken out? The, the claim that was made by the basketball players is that people who get vaccinated against COVID-19 can still get COVID-19 and they can still transmit COVID-19. And this was terrible misinformation. See, this, this violated the policy. I have the policy right here. The policy says that that uh, you are not allowed to uh, post any information well it's a little confusing actually because you, so what i violated was you're not allowed to post any information that claims that covid-19 vaccines are not effective in preventing the spread of covid-19 so if you if you state the claim on on youtube that people still can get covid and tra- and transmit covid once they get the vaccine that is in violation of their policy. So from that rule, it would seem the only thing you're allowed to say is that the COVID vaccines are completely 100% effective at preventing the spread of COVID-19. But also, but also, you're not allowed to claim that any medication or vaccination is a guaranteed protection method for COVID-19. So, Huh. Uh, let me try to figure, I, you know, I always thought I was a reasonably clever guy, but I'm not allowed to say that the vaccines work at stopping the spread of COVID-19. But I'm also not allowed to say that the vaccines don't work at stopping the spread of COVID-19. And this is really, really confusing to me because I was reading Nature, a very well-respected medical journal or a scientific journal broadly. And uh, the, the headline is, this is not that long ago, it was a month ago, how do vaccinated people spread Delta? what the science says. Well, hold on. YouTube just told me vaccinated people don't spread Delta. So I can't, they don't spread COVID-19 at all. So that's not possible. When the early field data showed that vaccinating people cuts transmission of COVID, researchers were cautiously optimistic, but they warned that many of those studies, although promising, took place before the fast spreading Delta variant proliferated worldwide. Now reports from various countries seem to confirm what scientists feared after the variant tore through India with alarming speed in April and May. Delta is more likely than either variants to spread through vaccinated people. Am I allowed to quote this article? Am I allowed to quote a scientific journal on YouTube? Because I think by quoting the scientific journal, I'm now in violation of the YouTube anti-science policies, anti-science misinformation policies. Because the scientists are no longer the arbiters of the science. Some punk idiots at YouTube are the arbiters of the science, right? Is that what happens? It goes on. Data from COVID-19 tests in the United States, the United Kingdom, and Singapore are showing that vaccinated people who become infected with Delta SARS-CoV-2 can carry as much virus in their nose as do unvaccinated people. This means that despite the protection offered by vaccines, a proportion of vaccinated people can pass on Delta, possibly aiding its rise. That's according to scientists in nature. But according to some Princeton women's studies major who is writing these policies at YouTube, that can't be true. So I guess we have to follow the the 23-year-old who graduated from Brown or whatever and studied critical theory right? Over the scientists. But it's even weirder than that. It's even weirder than that, because I'm not allowed to say this, and I hope nature doesn't get me taken down from YouTube. Because this new policy from YouTube means I can't even quote the CDC. The director of the CDC, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, went on to CNN, went on to Wolf Blitzer's show, and said outright that the vaccine does not keep you safe from transmission. What
1: about uh, all the fully vaccinated people who get the breakthrough infection? Can they pass it on? Could they pass it on to their children? Could they pass the virus on to older people, especially more vulnerable people with the underlying health conditions?
2: And that's exactly the point that we made in our guidance. So, yes, they can with the Delta variant. And that was the reason that we changed our guidance last Tuesday. Um, Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit uh, frail, somebody who has um, a Comorbidities that put them at high risk. I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings.
0: That's exactly what I said yesterday on the show. That's exactly what those basketball players said too, by the way. But but I'm not even forget the basketball players for a second. I said on this show yesterday that the COVID vaccines apparently protect against risk of death or severe illness or serious hospitalization, but they don't they don't prevent you from Carrying the virus or transmitting the virus. I said what the director of the CDC said. Is this video going to come down from YouTube because I played the CDC director? Are they going to say that I'm spreading scientific misinformation because I verbatim quote the director of the Center for Disease Control and Prevention? Or, quote, the scientists in the journal Nature? Or or point out what all of us know, which is that people who have been vaccinated contract the virus? It's happened to a friend of mine just a month or so ago. Now, listen, I mean, it's happened to many friends of mine starting a month ago and, and even more recently. And it's happened to all of you as well. But it, do, it actually isn't even about that. Look, there's a lot of other questionable claims made in this document. There's one that says, uh, you're, you're not allowed to say that the COVID-19 vaccine will contain substances that are not on the vaccine ingredient list, such as biological matter from fetuses, like uh, fetal tissue and fetal cell lines. Now, it is true. The vaccines do not contain fetal tissue, but aborted fetal cells and the cell lines derived from them are used in the development of the mRNA vaccines and in the development and production of the Johnson & Johnson vaccines. That's undeniable. Everyone acknowledges that. But you're not, are you, or am I allowed to talk about that? I don't know. I don't know. What this is really about, I think, is, is, has nothing to do with stopping, slowing the spread of coronavirus or whatever. It obviously has nothing to do with the science, the CDC, the the new YouTube guidelines Mm. Could get the director of the CDC kicked off of YouTube for spreading scientific misinformation. Could get the journal Nature kicked off of YouTube if they have a YouTube channel. I suspect they don't. What this is about, though, has nothing to do with what is the science or what is misinformation. This has to do with who decides. Who decides? In a traditional sort of American sense, we decide what our standards for speech are with some protections offered by the Constitution and our political tradition. In the kind of scientific culture, the the culture that really exalts science, we would say that the scientists are greater arbiters of this sort of truth. But in our current big tech tyranny, it's whoever controls the means of communication. It is a bunch of radical leftist activists at YouTube and the parent company, Google, who control what you can say in your public square about pressing public matters, pressing political matters. That's what self-government has devolved to in the big tech tyranny. When you want to protect yourself against these sort of things, against all the craziness in our politics and our economy, I would strongly recommend you check out Acre Gold. Lots of uncertainty out there in the markets right now in our economy and our whole political system, which is why I think a lot of people are interested in investing in physical precious metals, specifically gold. But you will say, Michael, but Michael, it's very expensive to invest in physical gold. Calm down. What if I told you you could invest for 30 bucks a month? Michael, you liar. Don't call me a liar. Listen, listen up. Acre has developed this new system. You subscribe to their gold bars. When your gold stash reaches the price of their gold bars, you will discreetly get Acre gold physically at your home and you can have it and you can enjoy it. They've also got a hundred dollar subscription to a five gram gold bar I have really enjoyed investing in physical precious metals and in Acre Gold. Specifically, uh, go to getacregold.com slash Knowles. Start investing in physical gold today. Make sure you go to that URL because Acre is giving away a gold bar. To qualify for the giveaway, tweet or post why you should be the recipient and mention at get underscore Acre. That's getacregold.com slash Knowles. You think it's bad what Google is doing to us. That is bad. It is bad. It's really bad when a bunch of dishonest people dishonest capricious people are controlling speech in a republic that's really really bad but you're not just seeing this in the realm of speech from big technology you're seeing this throughout the society there's a report right now that Joe Biden is threatening to fire border agents uh, not just the border agents who were using the imaginary whips on haitian migrants which did not actually happen but And by the way, which even the left-wing media will admit did not happen now. Uh, But Joe Biden is threatening to fire border agents if they don't take the Fauci ouchie, if they don't take the vaccine. House Judiciary uh, GOP just claimed uh, on Tuesday that a whistleblower came forward and said that DHS has notified US Border Patrol agents that they will be terminated if they do not receive the Fauci ouchie. The House GOP wrote, whistleblower alleges border patrol agents have been given official notice that they must be fully vaccinated by November 2021 or face termination. So full vaccination right now is considered two shots of the mRNA vaccine or one shot of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. But actually our wonderful public health officials up to and including Dr. Fauci are now saying that actually doesn't really constitute full vaccination, that actually a booster is going to be needed for full vaccination that that is coming down the pike sooner rather than later. So these poor border patrol agents, I don't know what's going to happen to them. They really they really seem to be getting it from every single angle. What about all the rest of us? What about people who are just working for some company who now, because of Joe Biden's mandate to the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, if they work for a company that has more than 100 employees, will have to take the Fauci-ouchie, or they could lose their job, or their employer will be fined. Initially, The employer, and we talked about this here at Daily Wire because we are not going to comply with this stupid mandate. We are going to fight it tooth and nail. We strongly suspect it will be shot down in court. We suspect that the Biden administration knows it'll be shot down in court, but they're they're just basically uh, twisting everybody's arm to get the vaccine already so that by the time it's struck down in court, it doesn't matter. So we're not complying with this. We're opening ourselves up to what we believed at the Daily Wire was pretty significant financial liability. Because initially, the fines for violating the COVID vaccine mandate were $14,000 per violation. That's a lot of money. You know, we do well. We appreciate everyone's subscriptions. We appreciate our wonderful advertisers. But $14,000 per violation for a big company is a lot of money. Well, the House Democrats just snuck a provision into the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill that would raise those fines from $14,000 to $70,000 per violation. That's not the best of it. Willful, quote unquote, and repeat, quote unquote, violations of the OSHA regulations could cost businesses $700,000 per incident. We do well. We're the fastest growing conservative media company in America. The shows do very well. We appreciate all our wonderful audience members. We, uh, obviously, the company is doing so well that big tech is trying to smush us because we're getting the message out too, too, too well. But even for us, $700,000 per incident with a company that has hundreds of employees per incident, per that that's enough to bankrupt anybody. That's enough to twist anybody's arm. Now, we're, by the way, we're still not going to comply. <laughs> so I hope, I hope we get to stay on the air a nice long time. But they are dead serious about this. They are going to force you any way they can. The left admitted that a direct flat out mandate from the federal government was probably not going to work and it was probably not legal. But they're they're working with a lot of workarounds through the administrative state now in collusion with the House Democrats that can really cause a lot of pain. It's hard to sleep easy at night with that kind of stuff. And by the way, when you want to sleep easy, I would strongly recommend you check out Bolin Branch. When I was a young man, a bachelor in my wayward youth, in my stupidity, I would buy cheap bedsheets. I would do this because i thought oh who cares it's not a big deal i'll be asleep anyway you spend something like a third of your life sleeping get the best get the be- invest in the best for your bed sheets for th- these basic things about your life with bolen branch you're going to get the best uncompromising comfort the best selling 100% organic cotton signature hem sheets they're cloud weight super soft sateen weave get softer with every single wash crafted to the highest standards of attention to detail from sourcing to packaging. These guys are amazing. I, I've been sleeping on Bolin Branch since before I got married when we upgraded the size of our bed when we got married. Basically, the first thing my wife says to me is we need to get, we need to get the Bolin Branch. We need the bigger Bolin Branch sheets. To experience an entirely new standard of comfort, visit BolinBranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code Michael. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code Michael. Now, the House Democrats are going to try to raise a bunch of money by fining conservative companies who don't want to force their employees to take the experimental drug for the virus that does not statistically pose a particularly grave threat to the vast majority of people. But they're they're still not going to raise enough money to deal with the looming debt crisis. So, you, you know, if you've been watching the news, perhaps you've heard about this. The US faces a debt crisis. We don't want to default on our debt. This issue has cropped up a number of times in recent years. And uh, so there is such a thing as a debt ceiling and then Congress goes in and raises the debt ceiling so we can raise more and more and more debt and uh, we won't default. Okay. And, And then sometimes the Republicans don't want to raise the debt ceiling. So they had a big fight on this during the Obama years, during the Tea Party years. Now there's a question. What do you do if the Congress won't raise the debt ceiling? What do you do if the United States is about to default on its debt? Well, there is, there is a, seemingly crazy idea that's been around for some time. It's right now it's being pushed by Rashida Talib, a radical leftist in the House of Representatives, who is saying, well, we don't even need Congress to, to raise the debt ceiling. The president has the authority to mint a $1 trillion coin because of this one provision of the law that allows you to mint a platinum coin of any denomination. You can just mint a trillion dollar coin and then there there you go. Then you can uh, deal with the debt and, and you don't need to worry about it. And it's a, it's a bit of an accounting gimmick. But is this how we're going to deal with our, our spending problems in this country? We're going to just have the president mint trillion dollar coins? Well, actually, the idea wasn't just proposed by Rashida Tlaib. It was suggested years ago by Barack Obama.
2: There was this theory that I had the authority to just issue this uh through the the mint i could just issue this massive a trillion, trillion dollar coin a trillion dollar commemorative coin commemorative <laughs> coin and, and that on that basis we could try to pay off our uh, u.s uh, treasuries and it was a very realistic possibility that uh, we couldn't get the votes for that and we couldn't get uh, those debts rolled over and we would be in a situation where uh, technically we were in default and and at that point you were in uncharted territory
0: At that point, you were in uncharted territory. I guess that's true. And there are some economists who believe that if you mint a trillion dollar coin, like we're a failing government of Zimbabwe or something like that, that actually the effect won't be that bad. If it's just a week or something, or even if we default, if it's just like a week or so, it's not gonna be a big deal. We'll deal with the accounting error, forget about it, who cares? Regardless of the legality of this, regardless even of the potential repercussions, this is not how a free people governs itself. This is not how a serious country deals with its fiscal problems. The way that we're supposed to deal with that is Congress is supposed to hold the purse strings. Remember, that's what they taught us in School Has Rock. I am a bill up on Capitol Hill and all that. Congress has the purse strings. Congress decides how much money to spend. Congress decides how much, how much debt it's willing to tolerate. And then the government runs itself in that way and the executive runs the government according to to that system. But that's not how it works in our country anymore. We're now a very frivolous country that doesn't take any of this stuff seriously, least of all self-government. It is very hard to say that we govern ourselves in this country if we have no say over how much money we're spending, how we're spending that money through our elected representatives and if we, have, if we don't have a say, period, because some tyrants at Google have, have seized the reins of all of our speech in America, and they determine who gets to say what, and who gets to say true things, and who gets to even quote scientific authorities, and who gets to label that scientific misinformation. Uh, Obama, I can't get angry at Obama for suggesting the trillion dollar coin. It's sort of the logical next step isn't it? And Barack Obama, who was a a radical president compared to his predecessors, Barack Obama seems positively tame now. Barack, he does. He does. Right now, you've got the Biden administration permitting untold numbers of illegal aliens to flood into our country, well over a million. I mean, we're at least at 1.2 or 1.3 million so far. I think we're actually significantly higher than that. Now, Barack Obama was not not exactly a, a responsible steward of our national borders. Barack Obama permitted lots and lots of foreign nationals to flood into our country as well. The Democrats have encouraged this sort of thing historically because they think it suits their political advantage. But even Barack Obama is coming out looking at the crisis on our southern border and saying this sort of thing cannot go on. There are even some Democrats, Democrats who are not currently, you know, as involved in the political scene, like, like a former president and Democrats who come from more moderate districts who are looking at this and saying, you know, this is a big threat to the country. Radical as we want to be, you simply, you simply cannot have open, totally open borders forever. My question to them is, and seriously, I'm not even joking. Why not? You know... I have another question that involves the word why not. It's why are you not getting fit? Why are you not getting into shape? Why are you not protecting yourself and getting more energy? When you want to do that, I would strongly recommend Planet Fitness. Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling flabby? Are you feeling fat and tired and lethargic and like you're just not doing what you should be doing, filling your full potential? Change that today. Okay. Work out your stress. Get back to feeling great at Planet Fitness. Join the judgment-free zone today for just 10 bucks a month. 10 bucks a month. Get a ton of cardio and strength equipment in clean and spacious clubs. Really, really great stuff. Check it out. You get the crowd meter in the free PF app. Best time to visit. 10 bucks a month. You can't beat that. 2,000 plus locations today. See the club for details. This October, not only will backstage be live and on stage at the famous Ryman Auditorium right here in Nashville, we're also giving one lucky member a chance to win two VIP tickets to get front row seats. And not just that, the winner will receive a $1,500 gift card to cover travel expenses, a meet and greet with the backstage hosts, and more. Tickets for the Ryman show sold out already. They sold out in about 40 minutes or something. So thank you to all of you who, (laughs) who got tickets. And I'm sorry for those of you who were not able to get tickets. Right now, You do still have a chance to get in on the action. Join one of our membership plans with the code BACKSTAGE for 25% off your membership. If you're already a member, you will be automatically entered to win. Hurry, though, because today is the last day to enter. We'll be right back with a lot more. Even Barack Obama is looking at the untold numbers of foreign nationals flooding across our southern border and saying you can't just have open borders immigration is tough it
2: always has been because on the one hand uh, i think we are naturally uh, a a people that wants to help others at the same time uh, we're a nation state we have borders. The idea that we can just have open borders is something that uh, I think as a practical matter is is unsustainable.
0: Okay. Interesting how he phrases this, by the way. Uh, The idea that you can just have open borders is, as a practical matter, unsustainable. So what he's saying here is, I kind of wish that we could have open borders. Oh, it would be great. Oh, wouldn't that be so great? But as a practical matter, it's unsustainable. So At least we all agree with Obama on the last part. I don't think it would be great if we could have open borders. I think it would be a very bad thing. I I think it would be very uncivilized and undignified and unjust to the American people who formerly, in in a past age, had the right to say who gets to come into their country and become Americans and and participate in their political system. We used to have that right. We don't really have that right anymore. Barack Obama doesn't seem to have a problem with us losing that right. But he just says as a practical matter, this is not going to work. Why not? Why not? Why won't this work? This is what the Democrats have been doing for a very long time. Well, because it is increasing, it it is diluting people's votes. Right, that's what the Democrats want to do. Well, because it's increasing. Uh, social instability. Right. That's what the Democrats want to do. Well, because it's changing the character of, of the American nation and culture. Right. That's what Democrats want to do. Why, why won't it? it? It seems to be working just fine for them. Not, not, It's not working fine for the country, not working fine for the rule of law, but it seems to be working out just fine for Democrats. Now, I, I think as a practical matter, what Obama's worried about is that swing state Dems are going to get thrown out because the American people broadly don't like this thing. There have been Polls to show that the American people want to drastically reduce, not just illegal, but legal immigration as well. Just too much. We just take in way too many people. Okay. It's not, nothing against the people who are pouring into the country, but we we just can't take in everybody and we're taking in way too many right now. So when is this going to end? Well, Jen Psaki, spokesman at the White House, nearest we're going to get to hearing from Joe Biden, says that the border crisis will continue until we completely overhaul the immigration system the white house believes that and the president believes that our immigration system is incredibly broken and we saw a surge we've certainly seen a surge of migrants come to the border recently we saw a surge back in 2019 we saw a surge back in 2014 until we fix the system and we have a more uh, effective and operational immigration system until we uh, have an asylum processing system that works at the border we're going to continue to see cyclical challenges like this. Um, And we've seen them uh, across Democratic and Republican presidents. So our objective continues to be um, not just addressing, obviously, uh, the challenges we saw in Del Rio
1: last week, but working with Congress to get immigration reform passed so
0: we can fix the broken system and ensure we can have a better operational process moving forward. This is a pretty clever way to to frame it. It's not true, but it's a clever way to frame it. Her, her basic claim is the immigration system is broken and it needs to be fixed in a very significant way. But we all agree with that. We all agree with that. That's the kind of talking point you can hear and say, oh, I agree. Yeah, Gensaki's right. Yeah, of course. Immigration reform. Yeah, we need immigration reform. The system obviously is not working, right? That's what, <laughs> just look at what's happening at the border. So yeah, we need to reform it what do we need to reform? What is not working? If you ask s- some Democrats, both the radical left base and the cynical operatives, though not the kind of middle of the pack Democrats, the you're just average Democrat voter in the middle of the country. If you ask them, they will say the problem with our immigration system is we don't take enough people in if you ask Republicans or independents or conservatives, what is problem with our immigration system? They will say, either we don't take the right people in or we take way too many people in or some combination thereof. So this simple, straightforward matter of we need to reform immigration, it actually means opposite things, right? The, the devil's in the details here. Jen Psaki is really claiming, yeah, we need to take way more people into the country. Well, if that's what immigration reform means, I'm against it. I'm for immigration reform that drastically reduces the number of people who get to come into the country, to bring it even somewhere closer to what other countries in the world take in, or not many multiples or even order of magnitude higher than what other countries in the world take in, right? Or, or, and hear me out, we can just leave the system exactly as it is and enforce the law. Why can't we do that? It seems to me that Democrats encourage foreigners to flood across the border. And you've heard multiple Democrat candidates for president, including the two people in this administration, Biden and Kamala, at various times saying, come on over, surge, get on over here, come on. They do that to create the problem that creates the impression for a need for comprehensive immigration reform that's only going to exacerbate the problem. The problem being way too many people from only a handful of countries coming into the country every year. So... Here's my, here's my alternative to immigration reform. Don't do anything. Well, what are you, are you Michael? But Michael, are you going to allow millions of illegal aliens just to live in the shadows? Yeah, sure. Why not? See, that's, that seems like actually pretty nice, isn't it? It seems actually quite generous. What we should do is deport them all because they have no right to be here. They broke The first thing they did was break our laws. So the the three options we have are deport them or give them all citizenship and encourage and incentivize this kind of lawless behavior and fundamentally change our political system and and undermine the right of the American people to govern themselves. Or just let them kind of live in the shadows until we figure out a way to enforce the law and deport the ones we can deport. That, That seems like the most reasonable solution of all. Why don't we just do that? Just, yeah, sure. What are you, you're going to do nothing? Yeah, it's not that I want to do nothing. I want, I actually want to do something significant. I want to enforce the law. But I don't want any big bill with any panel of Democrats and some squish Republicans who say that the most conservative thing we can possibly do is give voting rights to tens of millions of foreign nationals who are statistically almost certain in almost every case to vote for Democrats. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm against that. I'm against that. Whatever the opposite of that is, that's what I'm, that's what I'm for. Speaking of our border patrol and our immigration system, you remember that lie that came out some days ago that border patrol mounted on horseback were whipping Haitian immigrants. They were whipping them. And we looked at that on this show as being pushed by basically the entire mainstream media. we were looking at that and said, that's not true. That's not true. I guess, you know. I'm really glad that right now big tech is just focused on uh, spreading uh, public health propaganda because if, if they had been focused on spreading immigration propaganda, then they probably would have taken us down for observing the fact that the border patrol agents were not using whips against the Haitian illegal aliens. Well, it turns out that we were right and the establishment media were wrong. And they were not using whips, and they were not using chains. And now, even the establishment media themselves are admitting this. Here's Jake Tapper calling out, uh, a little, little late for my liking, but Jake Tapper at least finally acknowledging the truth and calling out the health secretary or the the uh, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. Some of the initial descriptions of those images were just patently false.
1: There's now video out there that provides more context. Uh, having
0: seen the video, uh, are you certain that there was actually wrongdoing? Have you? Uh, Cause there's now it would seem it's pretty clear that actually the initial reports that we were told were not true. We were going to play a clip of Brian Stelter who made the same point. Brian Stelter on CNN came out and he said, you know, the initial reports, they just weren't true. And actually they weren't using whip. So I had that. I was, I watched that clip last night. That clip has basically been shrug- scrubbed from the internet. By the time that my editors today went to grab that clip and put it into the show. It was gone. Why was that? Was that because of CNN didn't like it up there? I don't know, maybe. Was it because big tech didn't like it up there? Very possibly, very, very possibly, knowing what they do, knowing what they do to this very show for spreading true information. Wouldn't be surprised that on the rare occasion that CNN says something that's true, big tech would take that down. But I don't know. All I know is it's gone. But but Brian Stelter did it too, so I want to give him credit. Now, this is uh, pretty funny that two people on CNN would come out and, and call out the media for spreading. And Stelter was doing this in particular. He said, calling out the media for spreading this misinformation that uh, the, the Border Patrol agents were using whips on the Haitian migrants. Because CNN was spreading a ton of that misinformation. Who was doing it? Chris Cuomo shared, report, quote, reports of people being beaten. Said the image is smack of a bygone era of slavery. No evidence that the even the border patrol reins touched anybody. Aaron Burnett, also on CNN, said, "Quote: Video of border patrol agents on horseback confronting Haitian migrants with whips." That was on S- uh, September 21st on OutFront. Just a complete lie. Also on CNN, CNN's White House correspondent John Harwood condemned, "Quote: Those horrendous videos of agents on horseback swinging lariats or whips or whatever they are." At least John Harwood is admitting he has no idea what he's talking about by saying, "Or whatever, or whatever." But he mentions the whips. Just a complete lie from the CNN White House correspondent, Christian Amanpour, who Drew Clavin refers to as Christian Amanpour journalist, rightly so, interviews an activist who said that the photos of the agents, quote, using reins as whips against migrants, they were not only startling and shocking, but it's triggering again. No evidence that that happened. CNN anchor Laura Jarrett misled viewers about, quote, disturbing new video of border patrol agents on horseback trying to stop migrants from crossing the border into the U.S. Look at that using whips. That was on Early Start on September 21st. Complete lie. Jake Tapper himself, actually. (laughs) said. He didn't quite go so far as to mention the whips, but he said border patrol agents are aggressively threatening migrants and aggressively confronting Haitian migrants. I guess guess that could be true in the sense that law enforcement is supposed to be aggressive against criminals. I guess that's the point, but he seems to be framing it in such a way that's pretty silly in a way that he's actually kind of condemning now. And CNN's April Ryan did the same thing, referring to the reins or whips, whatever, right? Again, admitting she knows nothing, but still using whips. So I'm glad that CNN, that Tapper and Stelter are coming out and saying, yeah, the media's got to stop this kind of stuff. Well, before you accuse anyone else, take a look at yourself, fellas, because CNN is the chief purveyor of that kind of fake news. These people just must not hear themselves. They must not hear themselves. Don Lemon on CNN. I, I, I think Don Lemon might be a talking point slot machine. I think we might've just hit the jackpot.
1: Listen, there are many good things about political parties and many not so good things about political parties. But I just don't believe in voting because someone is a Republican or someone is a Democrat. I vote on what they what they have done, what they will do, what their records are and what they stand for. So having said that, there is one political party in this country that is working on reality and that is a Democratic Party. But even in that, they're not governing very well at the moment. They're not performing the duty of being good politicians in the moment. They don't see the urgency of what's happening across the country with voting rights, what's happening, um, the urgency of, of um, what's happening with the, the big lie. They, they are still operating on, on thinking that, oh, everything is n- normal. You know, we've, we've got to play politics as usual. It's not politics as usual. What is happening on the right is not politics as usual. And what's happening on the right is not right. It's wrong. And they, they should pay the consequences for what they're doing to our democracy, the damage they're doing to our democracy, and the damage they're doing to this republic.
0: It's not just that what, what Don Lemon said is not true. It's that it's meaningless. That's the problem. The meaninglessness. Don Lemon comes out on CNN and he goes on this rant about the political parties and partisanship and normal t- and how we're not living in normal times and Republicans are a threat to our democracy. And the, I mean we can go through point by point, and we will very briefly. But my issue with it is not it, it's not his partisanship. He's obviously a Democrat. It's not his ideology. he's obviously a leftist, so much as his mindlessness. I have friends. Who are liberal friends, friends of mine for many many years, family members, m- beloved family members, who will who will do this sort of thing? I, I it doesn't bother me if you don't know anything about politics. It doesn't it doesn't bother. I think blessed are you if you can just sort of do your job and watch sports and hang out with your kids and just have a have a nice time. That's that's great. Good for you. No, I don't think people need to be in the nitty gritty of politics all the time. But what does bother me? is when people, without doing any work or any sort of research or giving any real thought whatsoever to a political issue, mindlessly just spout off these kinds of slogans. That's a big problem. That's a far greater threat to our democracy than any of this stuff. First thing Don Lemon says is, look, I don't don't like partisanship. Okay, parties have their place, but I don't just vote for someone because they're a Democrat. Okay, I vote for the person, not the party, the person. What does that mean? What does that mean? I I don't vote for the person. I vote for what the person is going to do and what the person is going to do is informed by how that person views the world and how that person views the world is going to align almost perfectly with a political party. I vote for the person, not the party means I like the person's haircut. I like the way they talk. I, like the, I, I, I think that person is attractive. Really, if you had to choose between the two, you should vote for the party, not the person <laughs> because at least the party tells you something about the ideas, what the person thinks, what they're going to do. The person—that's just flattery. It's just superficial. Vote for the person, not the party. So, okay. So you're going to vote for a... Under what circumstances, Don Lemon, would you vote for a Republican? Probably never. He's probably being disingenuous. But I guess he could say it just makes him feel good to seem like he's really open-minded. But I guess he would say he votes for a Republican when the Republican wants to do a bunch of Democrat things. Well, then he's just practically a Democrat. Okay. Then he goes on. He says Democrats aren't paying attention to what the Republicans are doing with voting rights. What about with voting rights? It's just such a vague slogan. With voting rights. With, with the big lie. With the big, what is the big lie? Don Lemon doesn't even know what the phrase the big lie means. The big lie, which is how Democrats describe Donald Trump's perfectly reasonable observation that there were some strange shenanigans with the 2020 presidential election. Uh, the big lie it was a phrase that it, it refers to the Nazis, right? This is, what, uh, the, this is why they're using that phrase is to compare Republicans to Nazis. What they don't realize is Hitler used the phrase the big lie in Mein Kampf to accuse the Jews of telling a lie about a German general as pertained to World War I. So when you accuse someone of using the big lie, you are actually putting yourself in the place of Hitler and putting your opponents in the place of the Jews. Again, a point lost on people who don't pay any attention to these things and who are not thoughtful and who are not particularly educated, like Don Lemon. Okay, then he goes on. This is what they're doing to our democracy. First of all, we don't live in a democracy. We don't. The American government is not supposed to be a democracy. It's a a form of democracy. It it involves some democratic elements. It includes some non-democratic elements as well. And ironically, the people most opposed to our democracy at the moment seem to be Democrats who believe that laws on, for instance, abortion should be made from the judges, that, that laws on coronavirus mandates should be pushed from the executive agency that, who believe that all these sorts of decisions, that marriage itself ought to be redefined against the will of the people by certain judges, all of these sorts of things. The, the only party re- resembling an oligarchic party in the United States would be the Democratic Party. Absolute mind. Do not, do not do this yourself. I don't. I don't need to warn you. You're a thoughtful person. Do not, do not parrot these mindless slogans. It's very, very embarrassing. But there's a clip going viral right now that actually made me think about this. It's a clip going viral from 2014, but it's making the rounds again of a guy on CNBC who is interviewing an Irish businessman and. He is astounded to learn that Ireland does not use as its currency the pound sterling. Ireland uses the euro. So this is an expert guy, anchor type, on CNBC, the financial news channel. And he is shocked to learn what kind of money Ireland uses.
2: What has the weaker euro meant in terms of tourism?
0: Yes, so I think... um Ireland's a very globalized economy, so we look to what's happening here as much as we do to what's happening in Europe, and we look to what's happening
1: in growth. You have pounds, pounds anyway, so. don't you, still?
0: We have euros. You have euros we in have Ireland? We have euros, yeah. yes. Which, which
1: has, uh, Why you have euros a, in Ireland? A strong uh, recovery. Why wouldn't I we have I euros do. in Ireland? Huh? I'd use the pound. No, we, we've had the euro for some time, and we're very happy with it. What
0: about Scotland? Yeah. I was using Scottish... Uh... S- Scottish pounds. Yeah, Scottish so, pounds. So they, they use sterling. They use sterling. They use sterling. But, but we use euro.
1: Yeah.
0: What? I, why would you do that? Why wouldn't we do that? Why didn't Scotland? No
1: wonder they They're want to break the UK, away.
2: We're not. Um, uh, Aren't you perfect, right next to... Uh, uh, we're very
1: close, but uh, uh, entirely separate. As Sort you, of as the you know, same, well. uh, same island, isn't
0: it? <laughs> and in the north of Ireland, they, they have sterling. but They we, do? We, we, we use euro. All right. We turn now to a genius expert uh, money numbers guy man on the TV for uh, commentary. Uh, what is your thought on uh, this this uh, development in Ireland? Duh.
1: They use euro. Duh. Ooh, <laughs> you know, they, why? But they're close to England. Duh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Really mm, insightful commentary, Mr. TV smart newsman. The reason I bring this up, the reason that I think that this is going viral right now is because <laughs> we are recognizing increasingly, that the people who claim authority and who claim that we follow whatever they say and who claim to be the very super serious adults in the room don't know anything. They don't don't know very much at all. These are the people who have gotten things so, so wrong in the public health establishment, in the politics, in the news media, and most especially at big technology, the greatest purveyors of misinformation there are out there. I'm Michael Knowles. I hope I see you tomorrow, (laughs) and I hope you get this episode today. We'll see you then. Production manager, Pavel Vidovsky. Editor and associate producer, Danny D'Amico. Associate producer, Justine Turley. Audio mixer, Mike Coromina. And hair and makeup by Cherokee Hart. Michael Knowles Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright Daily Wire 2021. Today on the Ben Shapiro Show, progressives threaten to kill the bipartisan infrastructure bill unless moderates go along
2: with their budget-busting plans. Joe Biden sneaks a massive fine into the Democratic budget bill for businesses that don't force vaccines on their workers. And the Biden military infrastructure finally admits Joe Biden's
1: enormous Afghanistan screw-up. That's today on The Ben Shapiro Show. Give it a listen.